0: G'day, everyone,
1: and welcome back to Measure Twice, Cut Once, the uh, last episode of the first season, and my, my, hasn't it gone quick? Uh, we have an absolute grand day, grandiose finishing to the year uh, on this one, um, but before we get into it, uh, I'm Dirk from most Projects on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, and uh, as usual, joining me is um, he's, he's one of the most prolific uh, surfers in the world, the one and only Chris Zurek. G'day, mate.
2: How are you, surfer? You got me surfing now, mate. I couldn't stand on a surfboard to save my life. Um, I tried it once, and I reckon I swallowed half the Pacific Ocean. So I no, no, don't worry about that. Um, Where uh, this is our last episode for the year, episode seventeen, and we've got um, we've got a we've got a guest today, Dirk. So let's say um, we just get a move on and get on with uh, what we did last week first
1: up. Yes, Chris, uh, we indeed have a special guest this week. It's um. Hayley Pestel from uh, Woodworking Mummer on Instagram, uh, an account I've been following for quite a long time now, uh, just through the excellence of uh, craftsmanship uh, that uh, is seen on you know her her Instagram handle. Uh, she does a lot of good wood turning projects. It's it's mind blowing. So probably something more for you to talk about than me, Chris, on that on that behalf, but um. And also, at the end of the show, we're going to be drawing out the uh, the winners of the giveaway of the Measure Twice, cut once, uh, finale, and uh, just a little bit of a, a nice thing to give back to the audience for uh, being with us through the first year. So, what do you I, say, Chris? I thought,
2: um, I thought we agreed that I was going to win everything this year. You,
1: well, you sort of agreed with yourself. Um oh. Yeah, and, you know, that's a little bit, you can't do that, mate. Um, As much as I'd like to give you a photocopy of the uh, prizes after the winners have claimed it, we can do that, maybe. Well, I won't tell
2: anyone if you won't.
1: No, no, no. Um, (laughs) Anyway, the the reason I called you a surfer, because along with the show, you're always a barrel of laughs. (laughs) (laughs) See what I did
2: there? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I see what you did there. All right, let's get on with it. Uh, So, Dirk... What did you do last week?
1: Chris, mate, I've uh, dispatched the second dozen uh, of my platters I've been making. Uh, I've nearly finished my uh, Carl Pope uh, chair challenge. And apart from that, heaps of other stuff. How about you?
2: Um, I have finished two cupboards for a customer. uh, And I'm halfway through finishing a bedhead for the customer, for another customer uh and my my garage looks like someone's just throwing a hand grenade in there at the moment and um because i've got just everything everywhere so uh over the christmas break i've got a couple of days off over the christmas break i'm just going to go nuts clean it all up and start doing my revamp so that's what i've been doing but uh, this is what i
1: reckon go on so at least i'll end the hand grenade in the right shed
2: yes you did yeah yeah good good lob um Yes, yeah, so I reckon we uh, we get straight into it and um, and welcome our guest in. What do you reckon? Let's do it. All right.
1: And today's very special guest is Hayley Pestel, uh, the woodworking mummer. G'day, Hayley.
0: Hi,
1: how are you
2: going? Hi, Haley. How are you?
0: I'm good. How are you?
2: Not too bad. Uh, welcome aboard. Hope you're going to have a good time with us on uh, on the show. Um, Dirk threw your name up in the air, and um, and I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, Harvey, I'd never heard of you until he uh, told me to tell, told me to have a look at your account on Instagram, and I did, and I saw your work on there, and I thought, yep, we have to talk to this person. So uh, welcome aboard.
0: Thanks. Thanks for having me.
2: Not a problem. oh
1: yeah Haley, as I mentioned in the intro I've been following you for quite a while. Uh, it seems in my Instagram feed I get to follow mostly Australian makers and that's I really enjoy that because it introduces uh, the the viewer you know of pictures and Instagram TV and all that to um, a whole new audience uh, and it's absolutely fantastic. so look what we basically do when we have a guest haley is we, we just sort of you know get you to introduce yourself and Give us a little bit of a rundown of your background and how you got into woodworking and turning and just a few of those things. So if you, if you want to take the floor and let us know, uh, that'd be great.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, well, I started woodworking, um, really woodworking at the beginning of 2018, um, kind of dabbled a bit before that with home maintenance and, and whatnot. Um, and I really wanted to do something that was therapeutic for me. So I have um, major depression and anxiety issues, and a person suggested maybe doing some woodworking or wood turning because it works for them. Um, and I decided, okay. I went on YouTube, and I think I watched maybe two thousand hours of people using lathes and baking things and and decided yep well i'll give this a go wow. Yeah, the rest is history
1: and, and the the color of your work is uh you know lot like, as a visual it's it's you can't it's perfect uh you know and it's uh, it's a it's a big sort of kudos to you for picking up the trade the tools so quickly and uh turning that into beauty you know and and, and when you mentioned anxiety depression as you may have known Chris and I did a, an episode on that uh, particular yeah. subject which was uh, quite outreaching Chris as you you know as we found out and uh, the, the feedback and overwhelming sort of uh, consensus was that people enjoy having a hobby don't they
2: oh yeah the one thing that came out of um, the uh, the mental health uh, show was a lot of people use their workshops um, as as a retreat, you know, as uh, like for, for therapy and that sort of thing, and that's 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 exactly me. Um, I know if I have a like a bad day out and I'm, we're at work or everything, as soon as I get into my garage, I shut the world out and, and I'm in my own little, you know, my own little world, and um and I and I love it. And uh, I noticed, uh, Haley, you do a bit of uh, wood turning as well. Do you do, you do uh, pens or anything like that?
0: I haven't done any pens yet. It's something that I've wanting to get into now um i've previously been focusing on bowls and boxes and hollow forms and things like that um so that was one of the basic things that was pretty easy to get into quickly um whereas with the pen turning you need a little bit more equipment that you know, slowly getting to around to doing that
2: okay yeah I've been, I've been doing a little bit of pen turning myself and uh and I, I never thought that I would ever, ever own a lathe, let alone do um, any pen turning. But um, I, I remember watching a, a video, and in one of my feeds, it just came up on one of my feeds, and I thought I'll have a look at that. And um, and then when I saw the guy turning the pen and the way it turned out, I thought to myself, you know what? I reckon I can do that. And uh, since then, you know, I've just I've got I've got the the lathe, I've got all the pen turning gear, and um, now I'm getting into the acrylic side of things and. Yeah, and start resin pours, which is now leading me into doing the chopping boards with the resin, um, uh, re- resin rivers, I think they call them. And uh, oh, it's just opened up a whole new, um, whole new avenue for me. It's fantastic, it's,
0: it's a real rabbit hole,
2: <laughs> it is <laughs> very much so. Very much so. Are you, um, you're going to get into a Dirk? I don't know whether you, uh, if you're interested I've never, in I've that,
1: had, I've never really aspired to do turning, and I, I don't know why I, I have tried it. Uh, I was a member at a woodworking club in uh, Shepherdon for a while, and I gave it a bit of a go and uh it just i don't know i suppose it's you got to be it's something you've got to stick to for a bit to learn uh the intricacies of um you know what type cuts how to uh, hold your tool holder um confidence building so yeah look I'll never rule anything out or say never you know give it a go again but um yeah, sort of. At this stage, I'm, I've got so many other things in woodworking that I have yet uh, explored, and I'm wishing to do so. So, and when we talk about woodworking in general, uh, or any hobby, it, it is a wormhole, isn't it? it you, you sort of delve into so many avenues of it. And um, you know, look apart from the turning, uh, Ali, what what other projects do you find that you Uh, encompass to you know and and you get a buzz out of making
0: Um, really I'll try anything Um, lately I've been doing a lot of volunteering for my local dog dog rescue group and I've been making uh, bowl stands for them and leash hangers Um, and that's led me down to using a scroll saw and having to learn how to use a jigsaw properly and and things like that so it, it's been a really fun learning curve doing those um well,
2: and sorry just uh I just want to take a step back um can you just describe your workshop what, what you've got in your workshop
0: yeah okay um well I have a one car garage um in there I have two lathes I have a table saw a miter saw a thicknesser um I have a workbench for my resin work so I've been recently started doing a little bit of resin work and i've got a, a chamber pot um and the compressor to go with that and a drill press and, and it's a really full workshop um to do anything i really have to play either tetris or move things out into the driveway in front uh but it, it it's a good workout every day out there um, and it it's Really, proof that you don't need much room to get things done.
2: Oh, very true, very true. You got, you said you had two lathes. Um, yep. Are they both set up to do specific tasks, or?
0: Uh... Yes, yes. Okay. Um, I have an old woodfast lathe that is set up to do any spindle turning that I do. Um, so, if I'm making smaller boxes, or if I want to make, say, Christmas trees, or I. A- and that's the one I would use for pen turning. Um, my other lathe has a larger swing over the bed, so I can make larger things like the bigger bowls and, and things like that.
2: Okay, that's, that's good. So, but you've got you got all that in there. There's, is there room for a car in there as well, or
0: maybe a matchbox?
2: A matchbox car, fair enough. <laughs> now no, look, I'm, I'm um, I don't know whether you heard uh, what I've got. I've got a two car garage. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything of mine is on wheels and, um, and I have to pull the car in and out every time I want to do some work and then move everything out so that I can do the work and then push it all back against the wall again. So I can get the car back. It's it's a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. Dirk, um, I've seen his workshop and, uh, I'm very jealous of what he's got in his workshop. Dirk. Well, Chris, it's, uh,
1: (laughs) I landed on my feet, mate, like you, like your surfing record and, uh, you know, downhill skiing and all that, I, I've got to have some something I can fall back on. Uh, um, but it's it's like, you know, like Hayley said, the space you have, you, you occupy. Um, so whether you have that bigger bigger area, you're always going to fill it with things. And um, I, I really admire uh, seeing people in their workshop environment where it's a similar size to what you have, Hayley, because, um, you know, you have to sort of concentrate a little bit more on having things on casters, you know, and yes. Yeah. Just having removable items. So did you sort of set up your workshop to be able to wheel something there because it's ready to go then? Uh, or any flip top type uh, arrangement? Um,
0: I considered the flip top arrangement, but then I also thought um, having them on casters with drawers underneath. Uh, would be better for storage, so then I don't have to take up space with big cupboards and drawers and whatnot. They can just be underneath the tools, and moved around as they go.
1: Yeah, that's ah, uh, it's always a good solution. And the the two lathes, like I have two bandsaws. It's, I know it's a luxury, but I sort of keep one set up for any type of resaw, and then I bought a small one so I could do profiling. You know, and and mm-hmm. I tell you what, I've given both a workout. Uh, and I like the fact There's no interchangeable blades You know, but as I said that Those things are a luxury And they sort of, they work in alignment With what uh, part of the hobby You're working on, you know As you said, two lathes are going to be set up Necessarily for different things That you're doing So, um, look, Chris you, You've got the one lathe. would you ever expand To having another one? Um, at this stage
2: Probably not because um, pen turning is probably about as far as I'm going to go with uh, with the wood turning, um, and that that uh, that in itself. Um, let me let me just tell you what I did the other day. I went to um, uh, my supplier in Melton to get all my, my pen stuff, uh, all of the blanks, not the blanks, the um, the kits and everything, and um, and they've got this one kit that's uh, twenty two karat gold with um, uh, rhodium and it's got a Swarovski crystal in the clip and everything, and it cost me nearly a hundred bucks just for the kit. Now, yeah, I know. So um, she, the, the the lady who runs that uh, that that shop, said, "Yeah, they cost almost hundred bucks." But a guy came in, turned one, and sold the pen for four hundred. So now, me being me, dollar signs, bing, straight in the eyes. I'm going <laughs> all right. So I bought one of those kits. And uh, I'm going to give it a red hot go tomorrow. See if I can turn a four hundred dollar pen. Uh, see how I go. But um, I'm looking. I'm just looking at your um, at your Instagram here. And the the, the first thing that popped uh, was that little bowl with the um, uh, the little. It looks like um, the handle on top is made out of um, what's the word Mally I'm looking Burl. for? That's the one I'm looking for, Mally yep, Burl, Yeah, that's exactly
0: what it is.
2: And it looks absolutely sensational. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab these pictures and pop them up on here um, uh, for the for the viewers to see. But um, that bowl looks absolutely sensational. Thank you. Yeah, how, how uh, long did it take
0: you to do that? Uh, that was about four hours. Um, wow. The wood itself was a bit tricky to work with because it was a bit soft, so there was a lot of turn a bit, sharpen, turn a bit, sharpen, which can be the case with some woods. Um, and then having to fit the lid and then find the right piece of bell for the top and, and mm. attach it on. And, yeah, so about four hours. Well, or.
2: I think you've nailed it. So do, do you um, – you don't use uh, carbide uh, tools at all?
0: Uh, I do use carbide occasionally. Um but that's more for things like shear scraping to get a nice smooth cut on the outside okay. Fair um, enough. if I can't get it with the HSS tools.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. And then the next little thing that I see here is a little dog sitting in like a, a chair. What's What's that all about?
0: Uh, that would probably be my pup Lucian.
2: No, no, this is a little yeah. white fluffy dog.
0: Oh, yes, that's little Chip. Um, so, Chip, yes, he is a rescue with the um, Dog Rescue Newcastle group that I volunteer with. Um, okay. And he has a condition called megaesophagus, which means um, his esophagus isn't shaped properly and it's larger than it should be. Um, and when he eats, he just regurgitates his food straight away. Um, right. And there's the little chair that he's in is called a bailey chair um created and named after the first dog from the family who made it for him Um, and it's designed to keep the dog upright when they're eating and then afterwards so that the food stays down Um, because normally without this the the condition is unfortunately quite serious and can be fatal for the pups so yeah just just a little thing to help little chip
2: Okay, well, that's, yeah, that's the other thing I saw there. But I'm, I'm going through, look, your work is um, spectacular, to say the least. Thank you. No, no problem at all. I uh, see so you, you're turning, like, is that like an old skateboard thing that you're turning there?
0: Um, no, they were actually blanks that I got from a, another woodworker that I met on Instagram, um, Dana Design, up in Townsville.
2: Yep.
1: Oh, Marky. Yep.
2: Oh, Marky, yeah, we know him well. We know him well. But anyway, um who's that poking his head in?
0: That's my little fella.
2: Okay, fair enough. Aww. G'day mate. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: that, thank you. Yeah, I'm
2: Don't
0: a just... single mum to a six year old. Um, he's autistic. So lots of fun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it can be, it can be, I know. I know. So what were you going to say, Doug?
1: Uh, so are talking about you're talking about the burl. Um, how how is it to find? Is it easy to find timber in um, Newcastle, or do you have to sometimes uh, com- commute to Sydney, you know, and pick up some uh, things like that? Is that is that something that's a little bit of a issue? You know, the way you live.
0: Yeah, yeah, it can be. Um, if I'm wanting anything particular, um, like the burls themselves then, yeah, I have to take the, the trip down to Sydney um, and yeah, hopefully try and pick up a whole pile while I'm down there to save me from going back frequently. So you um,
2: you get your timber from uh, down Sydney way and you, you use uh, recycled timbers and all that sort of thing. That's good to see. Um, I try to use uh, a lot of pallet wood when I get uh, when I get my hands on it, only because of Mark Dana and the stuff that he's making uh, out of pallets is, is mind-blowing. So um, it is, it is, you know, so it sort of gives you a little bit of inspiration. But anyway, the other thing I wanted to ask you, Haley, is um, I notice you don't have a YouTube channel. Is this is that something you want to look into? You want to get onto YouTube?
0: Absolutely. It's something that I wanted to do down the track, um, hopefully starting sometime next year. Um, I've pretty much just got to get my workshop set up a little bit more conducive to having space for cameras and whatnot in there um and figuring out what exactly what it is that i'm wanting to to show um my thought would be basic turning and and how people can get into it um and my learning process my fails and my successes um show people out there that it's not just these people who are amazing at it and and you can get to that stage if you just pick up a tool and and yeah,
2: have a go. That's, that's exactly it. Give it a red-hot go. And um, mm-hmm. but what I'm looking at on your uh, Instagram page, I reckon you're already there. So um, the, 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 I'm telling you, the work is it's putting me to shame. <laughs> I don't uh, – yeah, I, I've got a lo- long way to go before I'm anywhere near as good as this. But, um, yeah, look, YouTube uh, – look, as soon as you start a YouTube channel, you got you got me as a, subscri- uh, as a subscriber number one um, yeah. and uh, – and number two for you, all right. Um, so yeah, you've got—you'll have at least two subscribers, oh, but that's um, great. <laughs> just to kick it off. But I reckon, uh, with what I'm seeing on the computer here, I reckon um, you'll be a an overnight sensation. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what you can do.
1: And just remember to put uh, your phone in the landscape mode, not the uh, portrait, because. Uh, it's. I, I tend to put it in landscape on Instagram, and people say, you don't do it that way. And I think oh well, tilt your phone around if you want to see the full screen, you know. But um, no, it's a it's, it's quite an interesting endeavour, and YouTube YouTube is a lot of fun. It's a lot of personal self satisfaction as well, and it opens you up to the editing uh, uh, studio as well, where you know that's another hobby on a in in conjunction with the. Uh, projects that you uh you know working on so um we we certainly hope and promote anyone to uh engage in making their own youtube channel chris as we found out you know it's addictive it's 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 like the the most natural high isn't it that just the smell of timber the thing you put together and then you edit and you make a good video out of it hopefully and um your audience comes along with you
2: well that's that's exactly right i um I, I bumped into uh, into Dirk at TimberCon one day, um, and uh, we were sort of kicked off a friendship from there on. But he was the one that told me, because I only had uh, two videos up by that at that stage on my own channel, and they were the ones where it's just everything sped up. There was no talking because uh, I hate the sound of my own voice on these things, and um, and Dirk was the one that suggested that I get on there and talk. So. Um, I think it's Dirk's fault that I'm on here <laughs> talking all the time now, um, and I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. It's uh, you, uh, now you can't shut me up. I'm, I'm loving every minute of it, and I reckon you'll be the same, Haley. As soon as you get on there and start doing it, you're going to love it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think just the aspect of, of hopefully being able to help someone learn something that they want to do, um, and, and make the realization that. that they can do it. It's
2: completely achievable. It is. It's not hard at all. It's it's not rocket science. It's uh, and that's the one thing we try and uh, promote is um, just give it a go. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. You know, exactly. you, turn, you you turn some good wood into firewood. That's all that's going to happen. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: That's all it that is. Dirk, anything else you'd like to ask uh, Haley before we uh, kick her out?
1: No, look, I've got to say, Haley, it's very. We're very honoured that you've uh, made our last show of the year uh, really uh, a warm-hearted show, and we, we really enjoyed having a chat to you. And hopefully, you do do a YouTube channel because uh, we want to embrace the Australians and get us all out there. And you know, every every other country does well in their own country, but we have to build the Australian community up. And Chris, as we know, it's uh, it's one step at a time, and um, we all support one another in that. So. Uh, no, Haley. thanks a lot for being our special guest today. So, well,
0: thanks to for having it. me. It's been a lot of fun.
2: No, no, the only thing, um, the only thing that I think Dirk's done wrong here is he hasn't asked you sooner to be a guest on our show.
1: <laughs> I'm going to ask you to be a guest on the show one day as well, Chris. So, wait for it. Me, <laughs>
2: no, I can't, I'd be too shy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, well, uh, with that, um, Hayley, thank you again for being our guest today. Um, like Dirk said, I, I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing your, uh, your YouTube channel and what you can come up with, and, um, and we'll probably end up talking to you again in the, the near future as, uh, as well. So thanks again for for being a guest today.
0: Thank you.
1: Yes, uh, this is uh, episode 17 of season one. It's been an absolute honour to be able to present, uh, along with my good mate Chris, uh, this Measure Twice, Cut Once uh, podcast and YouTube channel. And we hope everyone has enjoyed it thoroughly. Nearly up to 300 subscribers and um a lot of people listening uh, on the podcast side of it so from the bottom of our hearts we thank you a lot Chris that's uh you know all we can do isn't it mate they've been a great time. very
2: much so yep no, very much so um it's been it's been a great um, 17 weeks um, I've enjoyed every episode that we've put up we've had a lot of um, a lot of positive comments from uh from our subscribers which is great um, and uh, we hope that uh, next year um, we can bring a, a bigger and better show um, to, to YouTube and uh, to the
1: podcast. Uh, definitely. And, and next year we're aiming to just keep improving and uh, also um, perhaps doing some uh, tool reviews, you know, and also some uh, tips and tricks. And uh, the, the more we come together, we can do better shows in, in actual person, you know. Uh, so we'll... Probably use this uh, platform this way uh, for our special guests as we can't travel all over Australia to meet them, which would be great if we could. That
2: would be fantastic. Um, and there's there's one particular person I want to um, have as a special guest. We all, uh, I think we all know who that is. And I'd like to make that person our first guest for the new show, for the new year. So, sounds like a treat, mate. Good, 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 good. Because yeah, if you so say no, Dirk, we're gonna have we're gonna have big issues.
1: Oh, like well, the issues we have driving across the Nullable, thats nothing new.
2: Yeah, <laughs> true.
1: Yeah, you're right. And well, it's time for the season finale finale—the big bang uh, at the end of season one of uh, Measure Twice, Cut ones, Chris—and uh, the pro- consummate professionals as we are. We have a bowl full of paper with people's names on it to answer correctly. Episode six.
2: You didn't um, um, you, you didn't put your, your name on all of those bits of paper, did you?
1: Only on the back, just on uh, the rare opportunity that I could possibly sneak in a win, but no, not really.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: and, and the question you posed and the answer was, Chris...
2: Uh, The question was, uh, which episode did we uh, speak about um, mental health? And as we all know now, the episode was episode six.
1: Yes. So
2: so we uh, we grabbed everybody from Australia who answered correctly and we uh, wrote their name on those bits of papers and threw them in the bowl. I hope you cleaned that bowl too, Dirk.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, it was chocolate cake in here before. The I, I, I licked it,
2: sort of, you know, you know, how you do when you're a kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. My mum used to let me lick the beaters, but um, but she'd always turned it on when I did.
1: <laughs> is that why you talk with a twisted tongue? Oh. <laughs> All right,
2: yeah, so- let's go. So the first one we're going to draw is for the uh, the two hundred dollar gift voucher. Is that right, Dirk?
1: I think it is. And, and that gift voucher is from uh, Nathan. He, he donated that. He's from Hammaroo. On thank Instagram. you, Nathan. Yep. Uh, thank you very much, Nathan. That's very, very uh, genuine uh, prize that you've uh, given up. And uh, the, the winner's going to be really happy with that. So, Chris, so. Less, without further ado.
2: I wish a, I had a, a drum roll or something.
1: I know. Can we do one?
2: I'll, I'll see if I can find one on the internet, and I'll put it in. Drum roll, please. All
1: right. I better just grab one. Yep. All right.
2: And the winner is
1: the winner is Graham Parsons. Woohoo! Congratulations, Graham. Well done, mate. You are the uh, going to be the happy recipient of. Um, a two hundred dollar voucher, and um, um, what do Graham, I
2: to Chris? Graham, if yeah. you're listening, I'll, I'll give you a uh, hundred and eighty bucks for that voucher. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you, you're
1: you're
2: an opportunist, aren't you, Chris? I am, mate. Ever the opportunist. Okay, Dirk, before you start pulling another name out of the hat, um, the second prize that we're going to be drawing out is. Hang on, not yet. We're going to be drawing for the uh, seventy-five dollar Timbercon voucher. Uh, with a stubby holder and a T-shirt. So that's the second one. This is what we're drawing for now. So, Dirk, without further ado, drum roll, please.
1: No, I shouldn't be singing that. (laughs) (laughs) Pull one out, and the winner is? There we go, yeah. Do you want to take a stab in the dark, Chris? And if you get it right, Um, you you can match the prize.
2: Okay, um, I'm going to tip that it's my name.
1: Uh, close but uh, It is David Kelly. David Kelly. Woo hoo! Well done, David? Good stuff. Congratulations,
2: on. Mr. Kelly. Yep. We'll throw,
1: we'll so throw we're David going to be on. sending
2: That's off. Him. Yeah, we're going to be sending off a $75 TimberCon voucher to you. Uh, with a stubby holder and a t shirt. I hope you're an extra small, David. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, we'll have to fit into it. <laughs> Over the... um, Chris, just um, where's the contact point for, for the prize winners? It's going to be uh, you're going
2: to pick up. our contact points. Um, I'm going to be uh, flashing my email address across the bottom of the screen oh, so you can send me a personal email. Sorry. As long as that's all you're flashing. Uh, Well, you don't want to see any more than that. Yeah, my email address across the bottom and also uh, our Instagram pages. If you want to send us a personal message on our Instagram pages, and we'll organise to get addresses and everything so we can send this stuff to you.
1: Beautiful.
2: Now, Dirk, last prize. Um, Before we draw it, The last prize is going to be, again, another $75 gift voucher from TimberCon, plus another stubby holder. Let me show you what the stubby holder is. Look, that's the stubby holder there. It's got the Bosch thing on it. And um, the $25 total tools gift card. Yep. Yep. Ready? Whenever you're ready, Dirk, drum roll, please.
1: Let's go. Let's go. What have, I got? what have I got? Who have I got here? We have
2: Benny B seventy six. Benny B seventy six. Beautiful. So that's it. That's the three prizes. Congratulations, Benny. Hope you and- enjoy your prizes.
1: Congratulations, everyone. Thank you very oh, much.
2: Yeah. We, we we discussed this, Dirk, before you started drawing the prizes. That we we're going to throw my name in the hat, and I never got anything. What's up with that? Uh, let me have a look. Yeah,
1: it's empty, Chris. I don't know what happened. Huh? <sighs> Maybe I can send you the this thing, the hat.
2: You reckon? Yeah, don't do that, because I'll be yeah. sending it back with something in it.
1: <laughs> God help me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, mate, uh, thank you very much to you, and um, and thank you very much to our audience who've come along so far. Season one of uh, Measure Twice, Cut Once. Um, we we're indebted to you, and we appreciate all your feedback. And uh, uh, really, you know, for having a blast doing this, Chris, aren't we? So,
2: oh, for sure, uh, for sure.
1: And, and, Next season, we're going to try a few different things and uh, try to keep it interesting, keep it as interesting as we
2: can. That's what we're going to try and do. Yep, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I, I just want to um, say thank you to everybody that subscribed, uh, everybody that stuck with us for the last seventeen um, episodes, uh, everybody that commented, um, all the positive feedback that we got, um, everything. It's it's been it's been an absolute um, privilege and an honour to do this for everybody. So. Thank you very much.
1: And and through a year of COVID, uh, we've got through and hopefully put a bit of pep in everyone's step, and next year, 2021, uh, going to be a good year for all of us. So until then, I Chris, think so. I think we're good to sign off, mate. Right?
2: Yes. Yes, I think we should. And uh, once again, congratulations to everybody that won a prize today. Um, yep. Like I said, uh, I'm going to f- uh, flash up my email address, and uh, you can contact us on our Instagram pages. So we can get some addresses and we'll um, send them all off to you.
1: No worries. All right. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, everyone. And uh, we'll see you again on the other side of that.
2: Happy holidays, everyone. Bye Bye for now.